For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's he listening to? Same song, over and over. Throw me the ball and watch what I do with it. Uh, uh. We got Bow Wow in the house. My man Lil Zane. Uh, Lil Wayne, Sammy Saint took me. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of your favorite college baseball podcast, baseball podcast, Believe in College Baseball, with your hosts, Alan Stiles and Orlando Razo. If you're listening to us, you're probably listening on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, or Luminary. But if you didn't know you can listen on all those platforms, now you know. Once you're there, if you like us, give us five stars. If you don't like us, don't give us five stars, but at least let us know why. Orlando, it is the, we're playing tea party today, just us two. But that's okay because there's plenty to talk about in the baseball world. Orlando dropped his first solo. If anybody was curious, no, we're not breaking up. You know, an outcast, whenever um, Wu-Tang, anybody yeah. drops his solo part, don't worry about that. We, we, we spoke about it. Orlando wanted to get it, get it out. It needed to get out, you know, some of these hot takes. Um, so we're going to lead in with that now that I'm here. Fernando Tatis Jr. Um, getting in trouble for doing literally the best thing a hitter can do. Orlando, I know you express, expressed your feelings before, but, you know, I mean, just, just give me some of your thoughts. Yeah, I was hot. I was really hot. Right. Um, I mean, I said it. Like, I, I, I said I think everyone was universally on Tatis's side. Like, most people – except the two managers of the fucking teams. Right. So that's what really, you know, kind of pissed me off was the, the Padres manager with his whole act of, of just not going to bat for his guy, for his best mm -hmm. player. Like that guy's been gifted a situation that very few people have ever been gifted. It's like, you know, when you're a Roman general and you have like, the sickish it's like uh what the movie troy agamemnon yeah. guy has achilles like all you got to do is just shut the fuck up and let achilles do what he does do what he does it's like bro just shut up have his back when you need it and right. then that that's your job that's your job just mm -hmm. shut up so and well what i don't understand is you can correct me if i'm wrong but i had posted a little mini video the day of and in that video, I don't even know if I remembered saying it or not, but my whole point was, or one of my points was, growing up playing Little League and all throughout college, swinging at a 3-0 pitch, most people just didn't do it because if you didn't get a home run or you didn't get a hit, you look like an idiot and you might get sat on the bench. I don't recall, hey, we're up by too much don't swing. I don't recall that. What I recall is 
if you're up by let's say five, five is is it's still not that much, but for See, the sake I, of this, I'm saying five to honestly, let's just go more um extreme. Let's say I would say seven or eight, right? I don't want to say eight, ten because that's, that's too extreme. Let's say seven or eight, and you're past the halfway point in the game the coaches would say no more steals or literally if there's a pass ball you you can't not go on the pass ball but no more steals no more extra stuff like that but I don't think swinging at a 3-0 pitch and connecting has was ever a problem right now if you I I said if you swing at a 3-0 pitch up by that much in that situation and you pop up, right, or let's say you just swing out of your shoes and fall over, I think that makes you look more like an a-hole than literally connecting. Like, connecting is like, well, I shouldn't have grooved it, but he caught it. If you swing out of your shoes and fall over and miss or, like, pop it to the catcher, then it's like, okay, this guy's trying to get over. Who's not trying to get over, but you still have to connect. He, di- he didn't screw up. He didn't ground out. He didn't do anything. He hit a grand slam. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. And even if you, if, even if he swung out of his ass and like fell down and like tripped over his shoelace or something like that, right? That's not disrespecting the game. That's just funny. Like that's right, just right. hilarious. Like why? Why can't we just? Why isn't that just funny? Like why isn't? Why is that disrespecting the game? <sighs> I, why I, I, wouldn't I get... that just be hilarious? Hey, we're the game's a blowout. Like, why don't we just have some fun here? Like, why don't we just get some laughs together? You know? I I just don't understand the idea of, like, the whole courtesy thing. Like, why do I have to let you get a pitch across when I literally know what's coming? You know, I I don't understand that. And what I had said before is when it's time, whether this is Fernando Tatis Jr. or anyone, when it's time for a new contract – the, the owner, ownership isn't going to say, well, technically he would have had this many RBIs, but he let these pitches go to be nice. No, they're going to say, homie, you know, uh, you had 24 RBIs. So that's what we're, that's, that's what we're saying that you, that's what we're paying you for, or what, that's what we're assuming you're going to be able to do. What, we're not going to count. This is a game where hitting three out of 10 will probably get you in the hall of fame. And you want me to lower your chances, lower my chances of being successful because you didn't come to play. Well, Dallas Braden in a bad situation. Dallas Braden said it best. He just said, the moment you start putting food on the table, all that shit goes out the window. Like you're putting food on the table. You're trying to eat. You're trying to feed people here. Like that's survival. Mm-hmm. Like you're in survival mode. This isn't unwritten rules. And by the way, like I, I made this comment. This is the last point I'm going to make on this topic. You know, go listen to the other one. Thank you for listening again. We love you guys. Um, the last point is, is that if you've been to a high school or a college game, you'll just see Bush League shit and, and the unwritten rules being broken all the time. And I'm all for that. Like, I think mm-hmm. I had so much fun in college, like, just saying random stuff at the pitcher. Like, just kind of – just busting balls. Like, it's fun, but it's not – It's those are breaking the unwritten rules. So, like, when you're saying – you're setting a terrible example for the kids. Well, go look at what the kids are doing. It's when you become a professional and your brain actually develops where you realize like, hey, yeah, maybe I shouldn't like act like an asshole all the time on the field. 
And not, right. not even to say – Tatis didn't even pimp the home run. He didn't do anything wrong. But if you're saying he's setting a bad example for the kids, come on. Like, fuck out of here. And the last thing I'll say is this. One, the Texas Rangers uh, – again, Padres' um, bullpen has been suspect, and the Texas Rangers were up there trying to come back, right? They So – you, we, we get to give you guys strikes as you try to come back and beat us in a shortened season. Ridiculous. And two, August 22nd, 2007. So literally, yes, the anniversary was yesterday. The Texas Rangers beat the Baltimore Orioles 30 to three. 30 to three. And you don't 2007? want. 2007? 2007. I just Googled it. Baseball reference. 2007. And you want. Fernando Tatis to take a 3-0 pitch up by seven with a suspect bullpen in a shortened season. Get out of here. Was that the game Josh Hamilton hit three bombs or four bombs? Probably. I, I know. Mean, it was, it was against the Orioles, you said, It was right? against the Orioles. I think, I think it might have – if it wasn't – it might have been that series, though. Because I could have sworn. Just go to that, go to that bo- game's box score. And we'll see. Um, I could have. No, no, he wasn't even was, playing. It was Nelson Cruz, David Murphy, and Marlon Bird. Marlon <laughs> Bird. Name. Wow, dude, these fools had seven abs. That game. I love that. I did uh, like a trivia thing with my cousin the other day, mm-hmm. and it was so. There's like I forgot what website it is, but every All Star starting lineup. Like every player in every all-star starting lineup from 2000 to 2010s, dude, just like an all-time nostalgic throwback activity if you're just looking to to name off some – to rattle off some sick names. Well, even just looking at this, I mean, obviously we remember uh, Ian Kinsler, but you got Frank Catalanato. Oh, we just talked about Frank Catalanato. Shout out Italy. Shout out Italy. Michael Young. Michael Young, his jaw was so strong. I think he could have hit a ball a really, out with his he, jaw. He chewed gum so hard. And it he was needed like three new packs. He had to be doing in. red. Is that red man? Like he had to have been doing he had to have the red man in the cheek. He was che- chewing right through it. And then you have um this guy just came and went. I don't even know how many years he was in the bigs. Jared Saltalamachia. Oh, I remember when he made his big league debut because everyone was just freaking out about his name. I was like, right, right. in third grade, I was like, this guy, what a name. He was trying what to come after Brandon Crawford with the greasy hair, but Brandon right. just has better hair. Um, but yeah, so too. I, I don't think we'll hear about this anymore um, in this situation. What's funny is Fernando Tatis the next day stole – third <laughs> yeah up i mentioned that. <laughs> and i actually think that was probably worse <laughs> to be honest. it was it was only the fourth it was only the fourth right and but, they came they ended up winning the game i think six four so like, there you like, go hey you need every like dude just run up like i've always it's like don't pass you know when you're up by whatever 45 like i talked about it on the show awareness just have mm-hmm. awareness of the situation. Right. If, if you're being an asshole, like it, it's pretty easy to tell. And if you could, I always had a really good coach that had two rules on the team. It was don't do stupid shit and don't be a pussy. Right. And don't do stupid shit. It was like, if you could, if you think it could be stupid shit, it's debt. Like 
100% stupid. Right. So if that's in your head, like awareness, just have it. Not, have not, it. not a really hard thing to have. All right, let's move on to um, your Indians and whatever it is they're feeding these pitchers to come out of the womb throwing cheddar cheese balls. I don't get it. I really don't. Whatever they're doing to the starting pitchers for Cleveland is mm-hmm. absurd because it doesn't matter who they start. Like, the guy's just going to shove no matter what. Yesterday, Tristan McKenzie for Cleveland had well, – let's, let's look at his line here. It was six innings, two hits, one run, ten tickets punched. And one of those hits was a home run. So, two hits the whole outing. Right. Was unhittable, too. Like, some of the, the shit that Pitching Ninja was tweeting with, with his – and I'm starting to think – and. I don't know, like, I'm sure other teams do this. Other teams have to do this because the Yankees have great player development. The Astros, mm-hmm. obviously. The Dodgers are probably the best. But something the Indians do to their starting pitchers is ridiculous. And it got me thinking about, like, player development and, and systems and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Where this is so common sense at what – you can do to maximize the potential of your athletes. And that is to hammer their strengths. Like Shane Bieber has elite command. I talked about it at the beginning of this whole podcast where I said Mm -hmm. he was the best college pitcher I've ever seen because his command was just elite. So when the, the Indians see Bieber and they're like, look, you got elite command, buddy. All we got to do is make your slider look exactly like your fastball until the last minute. Like that's mm-hmm. all we got to do with you. They're catering to each individual. What does this individual do? Well, okay. Clevenger, you got a good ride on your fastball. You're just going to throw up in the zone. I don't know. Are other teams doing this? Like, are they? This Kluber, Kluber too. You're forgetting Kluber, right? Well, Kluber, obviously Kluber, Kluber, Clevenger, Bauer came, he was with the D-backs originally, then was right. with the Indians. But Kluber, Clevenger, Bieber, Plutko. Adam Plutko throws like, he's what, 88, 92, can probably touch 93. Mm-hmm. And he's a serviceable big league pitcher for them. He'd probably be the second best pitcher on the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm curious to see, like, how how do other teams not, like, look at this uh, that's what I always think of. Like, how do teams not look at – and because the NFL, you always see it's a copycat league. How do you not see other teams, like, what they're doing? I mean, like, is, do you think it's a matter of that, or do you think it's just a matter of, like, drafting and just talent? getting the right personnel? I, I don't think – I don't, I don't know. I want to have this discussion. I don't – I think it's got to be more of the personnel the same way – you know, we're going to get into the Giants here a little later, but the, the same way the Giants – it's funny because it's not even like they hit, right? Like, would you – like, they hit on Lincecum, Bumgarner, te- like, technically, like, them hitting, right? Kane. I would say they hit on Lincecum, Bumgarner, Kane, and Posey. Like, out of the position players, I would honestly – Benitez. No, like, no disrespect to, like, the Brandon Crawfords of the world and – I mean, the Brandon Bell's. Uh, they did no, not hit on Bell either. Um, 
they really only hit on Buster Posey as a position player. They hit on some pitchers. I'd say Crawford, two-time All-Star, like yeah. sure, yeah. sure, Gold Glover, sure. yeah, Crawford, Crawford more than the a small hit, single. They hit a single, a, a a double, a double. We'll say he got to second base with Crawford. Yeah, they got to second base with, Crawford. and but luckily, like things worked out for them for, as far as free agency things like that. Um, you look at the Indians and yeah, I mean, you look at the Dodgers. I mean, there's so much that goes into it, but sure. From a pitching standpoint, the Indians are elite right now. It seems like everybody they bring up is ready to go. Um, I don't know why, why did Tristan miss last year? Was it Tommy? Uh, I believe it was, I don't know if it was Tommy, but it might've been a shoulder injury. I'd have to look it up. I'll get back to you on that. Um, but he is 23. He's, 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 yeah, he's back High now. school he's, kid from Florida, and he's a stud. He throws 97. Right. And, and look, th- again, th- these are the types of things that this is a season for that type of stuff. We, Whether he was necessarily on track or not prior to this year, it's, this is 60 games. Get after it. The Indians are behind the Twins. Twins 19 and 10, Indians 17 and 11. And basically anyone that plays decent is going to make the playoffs this year. So why not run them all out? Just, just, just run them out there um, and see what happens. You know, I mean, the giants are like a half game out of the, right now they'd be a wild card. They'd be a wild card. They'd be a wild card. So what the Indians are doing, I don't know. You're going to have to get on one of your, you know, pitching buddies to, 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 discuss. I really am. I really because am. I don't know. I, I think it's personnel. I think it's personnel. You think it's personnel. It's gotta be, there's gotta be something that they're doing. There's something there's to something. Their, My question would be, how has it not gotten? How has it not yet? spread? But like, I mean, the Dodgers develop, you see the pitchers, some of the pitchers, the Dodgers bring up the Yankees player developments really good, but we haven't seen, to this degree of starting pitching, like it doesn't matter who the fuck they're bringing out. Mm-hmm. Oh, please sack, please sack's another one. Like, right, old idiot, please sacks. <laughs> yeah. uh, Instagram, oh, the A's, the, A's have, the worst, please sack. But the A's as well are in that category. They got yeah, but then they guys. just the Indians and the A's are like oddly more similar than you think because they both have super super rich owners and they're both super super cheap. Right, right. And they don't pay anyone. They've already, the Indians have already said they're not paying Lindor. So – Is that why he's – he's been, like, injured this year? Like, what's been going on with him? Is he is he holding out? No. Holding out. All I, I mean, I just know in, in terms of fan duel, he ain't at the top. Like, Tatis <laughs> is at the top, you know. Um, and then even your boy from – I don't know why he's your boy, but Trevor Story from uh, uh, <laughs> My boy. Colorado – yeah. Okay, Lindor's hitting 246 right now. Yeah, so I mean their pitching is carrying their team. And it's not like you look at the systems of the Dodgers, the Astros, the Yankees, they're bringing up hitters, they're bringing up pitchers, they're bringing up everyone. This is like exclusive to who the who, what hitters are the Indians bringing up are the Jose Ramirez is the no, man. He's it's, one of my it's, favorite it's only, yeah. It's only starting pitching. You talk about hitting and missing. Um, I remember the – I'll never forget, yeah, like the Indians brought up that dude, Tyler Naquin or something. Tyler like, Naquin. 
three bombs in one game. And like after that, I don't know if he ever got a hit. And that was about four years ago. No, I would always, they would always mention his name. It'd be like, Oh, they got Tyler Naquin waiting on the bench, like to pinch hit. That actually, that actually reminds me of a guy who from, this is from high school. My, it might've been my sophomore year, my sophomore year, you know, when the freshman or sophomore year, when the the varsity coach comes to watch you and they don't come to every game, there was a dude um, on whatever year it was, freshman or sophomore year, he hit either two bombs or three bombs in the midst of a double header. And the head coach was there for that. The rest of his season was just cemented. Like I, he never left left field for That's the awesome. rest of his career. Like just That's junior, like sophomore year, junior season, all from one day. And I feel like that was Tyler Naquin. Like that day, bought him probably four more years in the bigs that he ever really deserved. It's unbelievable how like coaches can go off of that too. Like right, coaches at right. every level. It's like, ah, you know, the, we saw it there. We saw right, it one right. day. You so know, well, you know like, what that reminds me of? Time. That reminds me of a uh, Gene Chizik from Auburn. He won with uh, Cam, Cam Newton because of Cam. And, like, they tried to keep him around at Auburn, but he was just, like, so terrible. not good. Even that think, Cam team, there was yeah. no other NFL starters on the team except right. Cam. He was just the right. only guy. Oh, man. Michael so, Dyer. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah, did he make it to the league? <laughs> Probably had a cup of coffee. You know, uh, so, yeah, to your point about the Indians, they're doing something right when it comes to – they're starting pitching. You I'm going to find know. out. You got to find out. They're I'm going to do my investigatory. We're going to get yeah, someone. You on the inside. You got to get back on We're going to get someone in the Indians organization on the podcast, and we are going to get to the bottom of just how the fuck every time they just bring up a starting pitcher, he just goes six or seven shutouts. I feel like that's the same with the Dodgers, though. Not even got Dustin May, Dustin May, but like even May Walker wasn't that Bueller. Good. Okay, Bueller's like one of the best pitchers in all of baseball, but Dude, like Gonsolin, Gonsolin's another guy, but St. Mary's guy. That's the thing where you're like, it's personnel. It's like, I mean, how many, how many teams had Gonsolin on their radar? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how many teams had May on their? How many teams? Why the? F- I was wondering, how are you gonna pass up Bieber? Like. How did that many teams pass up till the third? What was it third or fourth round? I, I didn't. I don't understand that. Right, right. We're gonna get to it. So, yeah, the Indians—they're balling. Okay, so now it's time for me. I want to talk about something. Like we said, um, it's about the Giants, but it's not about the Giants. It's just about something that because of something that happened to the Giants that led me down this rabbit hole, if you will. Uh, before I get started on that, though, um, Hunter Pence was designated for assignment, so Thanks it's pretty much members. done. Uh, it's pretty much done. Um, a lot of people had mixed feelings. I mean, Hunter Pence, I don't know his uh, batting average. It's really not important because it was awful. His outfielding was deteriorating. And look, the way I saw it was pretty much like this. Last season, he had a comeback season, I think, with the Rangers, funny enough. Or was it the Rangers? Yeah. Yeah, it was the Rangers. He's really good. Um, and he, he went off. First I think half. He, he, 
he might have been a damn near an all-star. And and honestly, not to be disrespectful or anything, but I just think that was a situation of, well, this guy's still in the league. Let's see if he can hit. And like everyone just thinking every time he got a hit was a fluke. And then you look up and he had a nice little run. And then once people started taking him seriously again and actually looked at a um, scouting report and started pitching to him, he was who we thought he, we, he, he is who we thought he is. We is, we he is, is who, who we he thought, thought we is. Yeah, he is we, who we thought he is. You know, we thought um, is he woo. Much respect to Hunter Pence. If this is it, you know, um, great runs with the with the Giants. Just had to say that. But Father Time is undefeated. And look, Giants. They put themselves in these situations. They. I don't think they ever should have grabbed them. I don't think they even needed to necessarily designate them because I guess maybe they see what we see. They technically are a wild card team right now so you know got to do what you got to do the weird part was i don't even know if they brought up another outfielder so it was a little bizarre um but either way hunter pence keep your head up uh thanks for thanks for all the memories and like the crazy um the crazy uh Didn't speeches speech? four games yeah, yeah it was, was great speech Good stuff. guy now looking towards the future now my whole point of this is for those of you who aren't giants fans joey bart who is like our as a Giants fan, like our Fernando Tatis, if you will, or Joe Adele, even though he hasn't been doing that well for the Angels yet. He's, our, he's supposed to be the new guy. Now, he's a catcher from Georgia Tech. So what does that tell you if you know anything about the Giants? The last time we got a catcher from the ACC um, that pl- started playing every day, he's a, probably going to be a Hall of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer. His name is Buster Posey. I think his real name is Gerald. Gerard or Gerald? Gerald. Right? Yeah, Gerald so – so now we're all excited. Obviously, Buster Posey isn't playing this year. Gerard Butler. I, I saw Geostorm was, <laughs> I was on saying, earlier. Which you, was, it, you saw Geostorm? It's, it's, it was good until it was awful. I'll put it oh, to you like that. Oh, dude, Geostorm I liked it swag. until No, but I liked it until it was like, dude, how, is this, how was this movie made five years after The Day After Tomorrow? And the CG, the effects are that much worse than Day After Tomorrow. Way worse. I, a way lot worse. of day, day After Tomorrow was way ahead of its time. Anyway, like we could go all day on disaster movies. I, oh, I would great love movies, a love movies. Um, movies. Oh, I would do that too. But anyway, my point is, Joey Bart um, made his debut this past week, and he's doing really well. You know, like I said, like Orlando said, technically the the Giants are undefeated. But I just wanted to remind everyone of you know, the realizations, whether you're now, it looks like Fernando Tatis is going to be that dude, but whoever your guy is, even these guys that start out hot, right? Like three years, three really good years, isn't enough, right? Like right now we were for um, Francisco Lindor is young, but we thought this guy was the next, this, the next, that Trevor story starts out really hot. A lot of these guys. So it led me to look this up and I'm on baseballhall.org. A lot of people, I didn't even know the numbers were like this. More than 19,000 players have stepped onto a major league diamond in the 150 year history of professional baseball. Only 235 have been elected to the hall of fame. A rate of about 1% of all major leaguers. So that's all I want to say. Whether your person is Joey Bart, if you're a Giants fan, whoever it is, we understand it's a tough time. If your team is not playing well and you want a spark, 
but you have to keep things realistic. There's a better chance that this player isn't going to be a Hall of Famer than a chance that he is, especially when the Giants, when you talk about hitting, hit on Buster Posey. So the chances that the Giants got another catcher from the ACC that is going to be a Hall of Famer are very, very slim. That's not to say it's impossible, but they're very slim. And if Joey Bart, look at, uh, we, me and Orlando were talking in the pre-show. Look at Jason Hayward. Jason Hayward kind of gets a lot of flack because what do people say about Jason Hayward? He hit a home run. It might have been a grand slam, but he hit a home run, uh, his first at-bat, and it was all downhill from there. Jason Hayward has been around just as long as Buster Posey, and he's not a Hall of Famer, but he's probably played more games because Buster had that horrific in- injury. But when it's all said and done, Justin Hayward or uh, Jason Hayward won a World Series, okay? He's a defensive outfielder, which isn't sexy or whatever the case may be, but he's a good player. He's a good, solid player. And when he's done with the Cubs or whatever the case is, he's probably not going to be appreciated. And that's how it goes because we love, you know, the number one players and we love this and we love that. That's how it goes, man. Addison Russell, now that I'm talking about the Cubs. That guy's in Japan now. I know he had some like, issues with the law, right? He had some issues with the law. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. A lot of these guys start, start out hot, and we think they're the next coming. When realistically, they're not. Remember, remember the Giants had Joe Panic? Hey, Joe Panic was, was an all star. He was an all star. He's an all star. First round pick, all star. I felt bad. He, uh, his back, I don't think his back And he kept ever, getting concussions, too. Yeah, he kept having back injuries. and Those are two bugaboos. Your back and your brain, man. Those things, those will... Right. I think those he will definitely sideline you. Blue Jays, but I don't... He's with... The, yeah, I don't know if he's... I don't know he if he's was starting with them. No, he was starting with them. Um, but I don't know. No, yeah, I'm happy for him. Um, yeah, you're right, man. You're totally right. I will say, though... I played against Joey Bart. I faced Joey Bart. He, like, we played five game series against them. Mm -hmm. Every time we would play their team, number one, the lower levels of the Giants Wait, minor Georgia league. Tech? Or are you no, 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 no. The Mariners, in the, the, in the minors. Yeah, yeah I played yeah, against yeah, Joey yeah. Bart in the minor leagues. It felt like he hit no less than nine times a game because of how good he was. So right. he just – I mean, there was one game he had one opposite field home run. I don't know. So, for the listeners out there, Salem. By the way, I don't know. If we, have we talked about this of of fields that are like close to a freeway? We we definitely have. How they I don't? So. How there are more major crashes? So he hit yeah, one yeah. onto onto the I five freeway against us. Three run shot opposite field. Comes up after I think we're down double double digits. He's fucking asshole he's breaking the unwritten rules of baseball hits a home run when we're uh when we're how down dare he double. i don't know how we didn't drill him after uh right or throw behind his teammate um and get one of my teammates ejected i think that that would have been the best solution there is to bring in a new pitcher have that new pitcher throw at the next guy get the new pitcher suspended get a guy on first so then we have to delay the blowout even more before we can eat and shower and just get to the fucking hotel and mm-hmm. drink some some tall boys and and flush out the loss that right. just happened. I for one was appalled we didn't do that. You should have. Nonetheless, 
he had a uh, now I'm kind of ranting about Bart. The point is is that he's really good. And I don't know if he's uh, you're right. You're 100% right. Probably not going to be Buster Posey. Like if that's your expectations, then like lower them cuz they're not realistic. But at the very least like I trust my eye. I trust what I've seen and and the fact that he's hit big league pitching and people rave about him. He's going to be good. He's going to be no, – no, no, Don't get me wrong. Th- yes. yes. There's I'm no disputing not, the fact he will yeah. be a contributing major league player. Like you said, Jason Award. He could – he could – he could be better than Buster Posey. We right. don't know. All I'm saying is that we should just lower our expectations because we don't know. And let's not – because we're – because we're literally it's, – it's almost like a quarterback because we're, you know – I mean, Buster's not done, but I've been waiting for the guy to go to first base for years. But as we see the decline of Buster Posey, who was a staple, and now, and not just a prospect, a prospect in the same position as our last guy come up, the easy thing is, the human thing to do is to say, okay, he's next up, and we just don't know. Right now, if he was a – it would be completely different if he was a first baseman, right, or somebody – or like I feel like we we look for a new third baseman every year. So like a third baseman or something. It, the 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 expectations would be different. I he could easily be he probably has more pop than Buster, I think. He definitely does. And and definitely Buster does. listen, like I I don't like I'll never criticize Buster Posey. Posey goes ass out on a lot of swings. He does. That's just that's just and what he it is. misses a lot. That's what it is. He he's slow and I love Buster. He's, he's one of my favorite giants of all time. Right. Bart is not the same. He's not even close to the same player that Posey is. So giants fans get that in your head. Not even close to the same player. He is a huge power guy. He is going to, and Posey was a huge power guy in college, but that's because they were using bats where if you like, like flung your wrist at it, it would go like 200, 300 feet. Um, Bart's a power guy. Bart is more similar, and I'm not saying he's going to be this guy in the major leagues because this guy right now in the major leagues isn't that great. He's good defensively, but he's not a good hitter at all, um, and he's a power guy. Is Mike Zanino, where he's more similar to how Zanino was in college, where he was like, okay, he's a power guy. Bart's a power right. guy. We're going to see more home runs than, pro- than Posey most likely. But we don't know if the average is going to be there. We don't know if the leadership on defense is going to be there, even though he's really, really good on defense. Right. So. And the thing is, we just don't know. Like, we need – there needs to be other players. Okay, so Bart is 23, right? Yastrzemski is already 30. Yeah, so they're going to play together that. for – to who? I think it's his birthday today. Yastrzemski? I, I think – maybe tomorrow. When Got this it. episode gets, gets released, it'll be his birthday. So, have a birthday, so Yastrzemski yes. is 30. Um, sure. I guess you can't get rid of Belt, uh, but he's past thirty. Crawford's past thirty. So Solano, we don't even Solano. Is Solano like, is past thirty too. He's like he's, thir- he's thirty. God, they're so old. Fuck. And, right, and that's why. Um, damn it. That's why people were roasting when Yastrzemski was like, he's the best hitter I've ever seen. Like, you know, da 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 da. Whatever he said, and like MLB was like, look how good he's doing. Someone's like, I mean. Homie is like third. It's not like he's fresh in the streets. <laughs> it's like you know? NBA Twitter. Like, so we don't even. Yeah, we don't even know. We don't even know who Bart's going to be playing with. You know that's that's the other problem. He could he could hit 
30 bombs a year, 40 bombs a year. We don't know who he's going to be playing with. He's got three years with Yastrzemski. Yeah. They're not keeping Yastrzemski after he's 33. Yeah. No. So it, all, my whole point to everybody, and that got kind of giant centric, but you guys know what it is. Giants, the only Giants Mariners podcast this side of the Mississippi. Your favorite Giants Mariners podcast. Yeah, yeah. I actually do have – yeah, after – go go ahead. I, I no, I was just going to say – I just – you see all the hype. And, look, I get caught up in it too. I just want us to appreciate whatever – what going into the Joey Bart era, whatever it is we're about to get into. Don't forget, there's another catcher. I can't remember his Pat name. Bailey. They just, just got him. Pat Bailey. Yeah. Um, so – I think I had read, and correct me if I'm mistaken, I think I had read like Pat Bailey might be better defensively, so it might be like a really Bart, good defense. Joey Bart goes gotcha. to first base type thing once they uh, just, you know, get rid of uh, Brandon Belt. So we there is way too many unknowns. I am excited for this and for seeing what's going to happen next, but – it, it, sure cool it would be great if we make it into the the wild card because you know 16 teams make it in this year but we know unless some players play out of their mind I mean even still with the pitching this isn't the year so it's really more about getting Bart that experience and shout out to Farhan I mean he gets a bad rap a lot of times and same with and I don't think Kapler had that much to do with it but you got to read the pulse you want to sell tickets next year get that guy up there I don't care right. about your clock, whatever. Get him up there, and they got him up there. If Farhan gave Belt uh, like a five-year, like $65 million, $75 million extension, would you rescind your fanhood? Go A's. Go A's. I've always been an A's fan. Yeah. If that's the case. Yep. Me, I honestly think that would be – He's not going like, to do that. It's not even – no, of course not. Of course not. This was just me being Don't an idiot. Don't even joke about that. This is being, me being an idiot, but like – yeah, yeah, I definitely. That was, it's not even the Ran straw. Thirty-two, like, the the straw that broke the camel's back. Like that would just be a boulder that just comes well, and crushes. Well, camel. you bring up you bring up um, Brandon. You brought up Brandon Crawford earlier, and I mean, oh, get rid of him too. Yeah, I was joking. My no my one friend, wants him. Well, my friend yeah. was my friend was. I was talking to my friend, and he said that the contract is actually up at the end of this year. And my friend was like, "They'll probably resign him," and I was like, "No." Absolutely no. not. What the what the fuck would you? Well, who do they? Head? They have that one really young Luciano. Luciano he's not ready yet. Marco no. Luciano. Yeah, he's supposed to be probably. So they have last thing on the Giants before I give a quick shout out to Kyle Lewis. Continues to fucking crush it. Luciano is what I have heard from my soldiers on the ground is that. Uh huh. Luciano is the best out of all of them, out of Ramos, Bart, and those three. Like, those are three legitimate hitters that they have. You have Bishop on the outside. He hasn't had a whole lot of professional experience, so you can't really lump him in there. But Luciano has been the consistent consensus number one out of those three, and all three of them are considered really good prospects. So that's some positivity. He got this fans. Someone say playoffs. The NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. I just watched Luca hit a game-winning shot yesterday. That was awesome. Uh, shout out playoff P. 
chipping in a solid nine points to help me secure that W. So secure your W with BetOnlineAG. Take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. There's always that online casino as well if you feel like getting in a little card action. Uh, so head to betonline.ag today and sign up to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. All right, give your shout out. Kyle Lewis, guy just continues to mash, bro. Like, I, you could see it, and and he was he was rehabbing. We t- we touched briefly on, briefly on it with Pat Dillon. He was rehabbing while I was playing rookie ball. So, you know, we were in Arizona together a lot of the time. I I was able to see, you know, his physical tools, how freaking huge he was, his work ethic, you know, grinds every day. Doesn't say a whole lot, but super, super nice guy. Like always, you know, willing, willing to, uh, to be open. And, and, you know, he didn't say a whole lot, but he was a great dude. To see his results now is like heartwarming to watch because the guy was like, he suffered setback after setback. His knee was sore. He had, all right, I got to shut it down for two weeks Mm -hmm. to see him like getting in a rhythm now. And you're able to see the physical tools. Like I didn't always see it when he was taking live ABs and stuff like that. I mean, you could see when he made contact, it's different. He hits the ball harder than, than anyone, um, you know, more than most people. But it's just good to see him, man. He, I think he had another home run last night, um, and the guy just keeps. He's going to win the rookie of the year. He's going right. at age twenty five. He's going to win the rookie of the year. I don't care who you're a fan of. Like anytime you're able to see someone come back from injury like that, like a gruesome ass injury, mm-hmm. and so what did he do? I didn't even know. So he was in Everett the year before me, I believe, and Golden Spikes winner at Mercer, just stud i mean he's he's a legitimate six three you know 220 230 pounds it's like what we're about to get to next not playing the wrong sport clearly but he was like his tools are out of this world and then so got to everett play at the plate i haven't seen the video i don't even want to see the video but it's one of those like gruesome knee injuries at the plate where, you know, he tore his ACL, MCL, PCL, LCL, everything like tore everything in his knee. And it took him all, every single L that you could think of, he took Okay. and was able to work his ass off, you know, get over the mental grind. Cause, cause rehab is a lot of it is mental too. Cause you're going to feel pain. The point of it is realizing, hey, you know, is this is this hurting or is this, uh, you know, just just part of my rehab? He got through all of that, suffered a bunch of setbacks, and now he's the rookie of the year. Like that's to me, that's the feel good story. Besides Tatis, um, you know, because his manager's a dick, right? But <laughs> like that's the feel good story of this year. Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts. What you had to say on it? No, yeah, and he's one of those guys, you know. Obviously, for me, um, not to always kind of go in that direction. But, yeah, I mean, you know what? Even when it comes to seeing, you know, other African-Americans playing baseball, a lot of times, like, I try to keep an eye on, like, who's showing up, right? And he's one of those guys where, 
Um, I hadn't really, I kind of heard of him, but not really. And then, you know, you see him balling out. I'm like, who the heck is this guy? You know, cause you know me, I love the Tim Andersons and right. every, everybody. So then to see him kind of doing his thing too, uh, Tristan McKenzie as well now. So I, I saw it and I was like, dang, who is this dude? And then to have Pat Dillon on and he kind of gave that background, I was like, no, this is freaking dope, you know, because I have been on this show pretty tough about um, the system as far as the minor leagues and, and how, many, how many people get drafted and things like that. But at the end of the day, uh, and, and, you know, I can't remember who we had on the show, like said it best. I mean, obviously, uh, I think it was, might have been Sam. Uh, basically, when it comes to making it, there's probably, there is, I'm assuming there's no better feeling in the world, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to your sports career and to go through those things. Um, it's one thing, and we don't know, you know, all of his ins and outs, but sounds like a stud, like all the measurables still ends up at Mercer. So maybe he put it together a little later, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be to end up at a Mercer instead of one of these um, power five schools. So to, to watch that journey and uh, we beat, you know, we, we say it all the time on the show to talk about grinders. It's definitely something that you can get behind, you know, because of Fernando Tatis, he's a field. There's different types of grinders. Like we talked about, um, we've had blue chip guys on here. We've had guys that have gone to junior colleges and it's, there's so many different levels. So Fernando Tatis is a grinder in a different way. You know, he's making, he's, uh, he's got higher expectations than a, than a Kyle Lewis, you know, but he's also doing his thing. Um, you know, he, his dad was in the league, things like that. Then you have a Kyle Lewis. He's a grinder. People probably thought after that play, you're done, bro. You're done. And for him to come back, not just come back, but come back with a vengeance. Shout out to the new Batman trailer that just came out. Um, it's, it's just good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Yeah. And honestly, if you're not looking to see like, what African-American players are killing it in the league. Like you're lying to yourself. Like when you see Tim Anderson bat flipping and doing cool stuff, like do you follow uh, Trill Withers on Twitter? No, I think you, you asked me that already. You, you, you gotta follow. So there was like some thread yesterday of just all the cool black players that used Mm -hmm. to play, you know, back in like the eighties and nineties. It was so cool. Like, you know, you obviously you had Doc Gooden, you had, you know, uh, Tim Raines, like the, the list of, of black players that played in the eighties and nineties mm-hmm. is so cool. I mean, obviously you have Ricky Henderson as well. Like it's awesome. Like the league's better when, when we got more diversity and you can see it with the Latin American players too. Like the yeah. league is better when there's just more flair and more, more flair, man. Oh, I mean, that, that's like, what it we is. We just need I mean, it. We need it. Yeah. I, and look, you know, you, there's so many players that, and that's the one thing about baseball. I feel like baseball has the, and we should say this probably for another segment, but I feel like baseball had like the saddest departures, right? It's like a minor league deal that just like, like what had like, it just like so sad to me. Like a couple of the guys that come on top of, top of my head, like Brandon Phillips, just like disappeared. Yeah. Like guys in baseball, not just black players, just players in general, they just disappear. Like Brandon Phillips disappeared. Um, another yeah. black pa- player I loved, he went to Cincinnati. Um, what's that? Josh Harrison. Couple good years, you know. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, he kind of crossed that 
line. He was like kind of a household name. Now he was great with, with the, the Phillies. of course with the Pirates, and then you know the he Giants got him, dreads. of course, and he stunk. But I mean, he's old. He's, he's old. The Giants. He was old he's when he was older. on the Giants. But yeah, now we're just kind of getting into you know guys that are fun to watch play the game. But like my point is, is that come on, dude, you're lying to yourself. Like that's the conversation that I don't know if it's it's not uncomfortable for me, but like, bro, when when the league's diverse. You get way more flair. You right. get way more swag. You get way more players that are just cool. Like, players exactly. that are cool. Like, when, when Griffey was, you know, at his peak, the league was cool. Like, it was looked at as cool. Everyone, like, right now, the NBA is the cool th- Like, you got Tim Anderson flipping bats, showing flair, everything, like – I know you're a huge Tim Anderson guy, which is why I'm right. bringing it up. Yes. But I also am too. So I don't know, man. It's just uh, it, it, Kyle Lewis was the point of this. And then we kind of got off track. That's, but yeah. my point is, is that Kyle Lewis is the best. He's, he's the best story in my opinion in this whole year, um, right. just because of what he's went through and not a lot of people know about it. Exactly. And, and that's the thing, you know, we talk about that as well. Not only does baseball have, um, you know, kind of the weird departures. They also can have the weird entrances because if you're not a Fernando Tatis or Bryce Harper or Mike Trout, you just kind of appear, right? And right. like, it's so-and-so's MLB debut and they get a hit and they save the ball, but it just kind of happens. And then right. if you get hot, you know, and even like being on the Mariners, which isn't, you know, the biggest um, the, the biggest franchise, I guess, to be at, Nobody is talking about it. Nobody is talking about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but to close the show, I thought about something. Actually, folks, if, for those of you who remember, that first week of the season, I talked about how I finished in last in my fan duel. And... Um, well, not last, but I didn't win. But basically, John Carlos, I picked the wrong Yankees. You know, there's always a bunch of Yankees. They're always expensive. I picked the wrong Yankee. And uh, John Carlos Stanton, who was a Yankee that I didn't pick, ended up hitting a bomb. And I said I was very upset, not only because I didn't pick him and ended up losing that week, but also because I know how John Carlos Stanton is, or we all do at this point. And he wasn't going to be around for very much long. He was going to get injured at some point. And, um, you know, Orlando agreed. And here we are. I don't even know what he hurt this time, but uh, he's out for like at least a month or something. And my point is that when you look at Giancarlo Stanton and you look at his stature and you look at how he hits and you look at how he runs, is it too crazy to think that maybe, and they say, they said on the broadcast, He's leaner and meaner this year. And I'm sitting there saying, okay, we'll see. And here we are again. It looks awkward when he plays the game. His batting stance is awkward. He looks like a very, uh, uh, like robotic, right? He's got a cannon, but it doesn't look, it doesn't look right. And it's not because he's big. There's a lot of big players, you know, um, Look on his team. Judge. Judge Judge looks like a baseball player. Judge looks like a baseball player, acts like a baseball player. John Carlos Sam does not. There's something off, and it led me down a rabbit hole of, 
I'm very, and then I found out that he actually had the opportunity to play football at USC and turn it down to play baseball. I think he went in the second round, so you can't really, um, and he's, you know, very rich, so you can't really say he made the wrong decision. But I can still argue that John Carlos Sin is playing the wrong sport. He should be a tight end. Now, some people might say football is more aggressive or, you know, he could, why, why wouldn't he be more injured in a, uh, you know, a rougher sport? My argument would be because that's what his body was built for. Look right. at it. Look at right. it. His body wasn't ma- meant to do whatever you do in baseball because there's literally no reason why somebody like that should be getting hurt in baseball with that build. So I don't even know who else is on my list. Like Odell Beckham could play anything. So you can't even count him. LeBron could play anything. You can't count him. But I'm starting a list of players that are playing the wrong sport. So you bring up a couple good points here. And and my my biggest thing, obviously, you know, you have you have guys that are playing the wrong sport. If any if all of our athletes just played soccer, we just had soccer academies. We'd kick the shit out of the world. Yes, I would agree make. With that. Yeah, would would kick their ass. We yeah, we would absolutely run them out of the building with if we develop soccer skills from from the very beginning. This is a hot take. What I'm about to say. Okay. I think Tim Lincecum could have been playing the wrong sport. He could have been a judo champion or. Um, some sort of karate, like black belt, um, some sort of like Bruce Lee type, just because of how athletic he was and how he could contort his body. I think that Tim Linscombe could have probably have done maybe two backflips um, just off the ground or maybe one. One's pretty impressive. But that's the first, first name that came to mind. That's the first uh, is name that, that came to mind. You, is Tim Linscombe could have been like a, a big, like, yeah, big judo champion just because of how he contorts his body, um, you know, when he's, when he's on the mound, how he bends, how he does this. Um, I think Linscombe has a legitimate shot at being a, a black belt champion. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I got to say – in the pre-show when you said, oh, I got some ready. That's not what I thought you were going to say at all. I honestly but, just thought of this like five minutes ago. Um, I have a couple of twitch. Other... He's got some great quick twitch that, muscles. That is exactly what I am saying. Think of what I'm thinking of is doing one of those spinning kicks mm. where he like does not like a 360 in the air, but he's kind of like spinning around and he just kicks you in the face. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think Linscom, you know, uh, he had the opportunity. I don't know if I don't know if it's still there. I don't know if he still has that same athleticism, but he could have been up there with the greats. You know, they say Bruce Lee, um, you know, Jackie Chan, those guys. He could have been up there with the greats. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, sure. I, I can see that. Um, you know, another one. I'd probably say. Uh, a different version of John Carl. I don't know why it's always tight ends. You know why it's always tight ends? Because like most of them are usually two sport athletes. Like I think they always say about Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham um, could have played basketball. Now what's interesting is I want, I was going to say Jimmy Graham uh, should have played basketball because of how quick he fell off. But at the same time, you're six, five, 
that's not that tall in basketball anymore. Like that's dope in high school, but in the NBA, Jimmy Graham, what would he, I mean, it's positionless basketball, but is he, is he like a poor man's Blake Griffin? Like Blake Griffin's like six, nine though. Yeah, exactly. So I think Jimmy would just like the most lackluster elite athlete ever. He's like, like the this size. Is like oxymoron. It's like an he oxymoron. just doesn't fit in anywhere. He's just yeah, but like, fits yeah. everywhere at but the yeah, same time. He's the elite of the elite. He's just not quite, you know, right. specific, sports specific. He's just an elite. Exactly. Athlete. He should do uh, like a triathlon or something like that, you know? Right. Um, Be the best this is exercise. an interesting one. Uh, he's got, what, two slam dunk competitions, but let's be honest. It just looks better when a shorter guy is dunking. Uh, he played both sports at University of Washington. Nate Robinson may have played the wrong sport. He, he played probably, football? He played football oh, and yeah, basketball. yeah, he did. Wow. And, and there was actually a weird thing, like, at the end of his career. And I love Nate Robinson, don't get me wrong, but I guess he was, like, trying to try out for football at, like, a cool, like, age – I mean, he was definitely in his 30s. You know what I mean? I think it was um, like 34, 30. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he had so many good moments in the NBA, but you got to wonder. He wouldn't still be playing now, but could he have had a longer career in the NFL? That one, he probably would have been similar, right? Like a right. couple flashes either way, but you're not going to build your team around him per se. So he probably would have been even either way. Right. No, I, I agree. There's some guys that could, could fit in anywhere, but actually in terms of, of playing, cause, cause you could make the argument like trout could be like a tight end or running back or something right. like that. Like a slot receiver, like the biggest slot receiver ever. Yeah. He would take people out. They, <laughs> yeah. they probably, yeah. Like as a slot receiver, he would, he could be like a hybrid. Like when you talk about positionless football, Kyle, right. shout out Kyle Shanahan. He'd be great in Kyle Shanahan's offense. You just put trout in Kyle Shanahan's offense. You have him be kind of a Debo Samuel type. Oh, dude. He's basically like a Cooper cup on steroids. That's what he would be. Right. You get him the ball in space and he's going to fucking do wonders with it. Right. So, I mean, Trout's finished in the top. I was just looking at it the other day. My God, that guy. He's finished in the top two in MVP voting every year since his rookie year. Mm-hmm. As a so, football player. So, okay. yeah, I mean, we're, 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 yeah, we're, we're closing this thing out here. But I will say this. We spoke about this not too long ago about um, – well, even the reason it started was the whole thing about why baseball will probably be okay – through this pandemic thing because they don't really have a face. I know they've been pushing Aaron Judge to be the face of baseball. And I I don't know if we talked about this part of it, but my feeling of um, what's been tough about baseball is because a lot of the guys do have pretty thick accents, you know, or English is their second language. And as Americans, when you're talking about like the face or someone that like kids are like, yay, like when – Miguel Cabrera had those two crazy years. You didn't see him on any commercials or anything because he just really wasn't marketable like that, you know? Right. I say all this to say, obviously, Mike Trout doesn't want it. That's fine. Fernando Tatis, I heard him because I watched that, like, thing that they did on ESPN about him. You know, his accent isn't super thick. 
you know, I, um, I don't know enough about his background. I'm assuming he grew up. I don't know. I don't know where he grew up. If his dad so was I, in the league, then his dad was in the league. I don't know if he grew up in the DR, but I know mm-hmm. he spent a lot of time in the DR. Like I know I, my he, point he, is I that know his primary residence. Yeah, I think he's um, uh, relatable enough that, and he's got like the hair. Like I think he could be the next face. And I think he's going to, if, if, if the Yankees, not just judge, because it's not just judge. The thing about Derek Jeter is that the Yankees won. You can only be the face if you guys are winning. <laughs> you can't be yeah. the face if you lose every year. And before the, the don't even, loser. you haven't even gotten to the World Series, to the main stage, you know? Right. So if the Padres keep going the next couple of years, I see it being Fernando Tatis, and I don't even know that it would be close. You know what I mean? Right. No, I I completely agree. That's kind of getting some some steam too, as, as him being just like the face of baseball. I, I don't really like to 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 point that out there uh, that that he could be, but but I completely agree with you. But just because the fact that baseball is, it's been so greatly exaggerated that baseball's been like in this shitty spot, because mm. baseball right now, I don't personally my belief and and they can work out all the other kinks that they have because manfred's an idiot you still have you're gonna have idiots everywhere that's fine whatever the point is is bro you got your core generational group of not just older players not just you know that that 25 to to 33 demographic but you got some generational players in that 19 to 24 demographic right right there that are doing things that we haven't seen ever like doing things that that they're they're elite at at their age they're Mm -hmm. already elite and we don't see that often so baseball's in a in a better spot than i think probably in my lifetime to be honest to be completely honest yeah yeah um I'd have to think about that. I, I, I mean, well, are okay. Well, we have to wrap this up, but we have to talk about like what are we doing with the steroid era? Because like you cannot say it's in a better spot than it's not in a better Sosa. spot than 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 Sosa McGuire. I was also like three years old. Sure, sure, sure. And and Bonds, you know, early two thousands, whatever. Yeah. Bonds are early two thousands baseball was was the best. Since, but like since right you, now, since you hit puberty, since you hit puberty. Oh yeah, since I hit puberty, no brainer. I hit puberty pretty late though. That's why. So okay. I was probably like maybe I don't need specifics. Okay. All right. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since I've like been able to grasp, you know, what is yes, getting steam, yes, yes. this is the best position I've seen baseball in. Yeah. Wow. Well that episode went in a lot of different directions a lot of glorious directions great um anything else i got nothing i have zero else we touched on a lot of stuff we touched on more stuff than we wanted to which is always awesome we always know we're gonna do that there you go all right well thanks everybody you know where to find us at the underscore styles file styles with an i at orazo just how it is sounds There you go. Spell it out, people. Talk to you soon. See ya. Love you guys. See ya.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.